now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. This is the Ascension Podcast. Episode 101. Wednesday, October 4th, midnight and three minutes, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Peace, King. Peace, brother. It's long. Assalamu alaikum. It's like it's long. Made it past 100. <laughs> Century. It's episode 101. New beginnings, man. New level. It is alchemy, man. This is the new level. The new level in all regards, bro. And the separation, it's a falling away. It is the opportunity to see reality for what it is. And coming to the realization that no matter what we do, we're never going to get the respect we deserve. <laughs> and that's part of it. That's part of the, the game, bro. That is part of it. To be clear. Yep. But we get a lot of respect. We do. <laughs> we do. And we get hate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come with the, that comes with the game. It does. It does. It comes to territory. Absolutely. And um, in order to continue on our trajectory we have to uh maneuver around the hate address it when it's necessary when it when it's when addressing it is conducive to the promotion of our campaign and ignoring ignoring it when it is not but a lot of times that uh that contact with the hate does produce friction and does produce a uh a chaotic reaction that is whose energy can be harnessed. Yeah. <laughs> we got eels. <laughs> but it's the rap game, man. That's and we, we, we learn how to treat it. It's the rap game. It's, the, it's, it's not personal. Rap. Facts. It's not personal. It's, it's not personal. It's rap this game. is rap. It's rap. This is rap. It's hip hop. It's just hip hop. This is rap. And we are going to. It's just tribalism. Yep. Tribalism, ego, pride, and um, God showing us who He is mm -hmm. in many in His many attributes. Right, the Asiatic manifesting His glory <laughs> over a beat, which is rap. Stay tuned. Let's <laughs> <laughs> open up in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment, the alone do we serve, the alone do we beseech for divine aid. 
God is on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin, Islam. It feels as if rap is a part of the black man's alchemy. Uh, it, it's, it's our generation's hip-hop, man. Yeah. It's our, I mean, it's our generation's meta-nature. Absolutely. In its time. Yeah. It's our propaganda. It's our art. Mm-hmm. It's a way of um, documenting this time. Rap is the way of documenting one's time spent in a body. Yeah. Wow. No. That's really what rap is. And I heard somebody say something like, oh, well, rappers, if you're 40 years old and you're still rapping and you lame with the but it was like no other genre of music has that um, expression. Nobody right. else says, oh, you 50 years old. You don't say that to Elton John or Bon Jovi or, you know, the list goes on Rolling Stones. No. Nah. You pay 200 bucks to go see him perform. Man. You don't say that to R&B, you no. know? You don't say that to the blues. You don't no. say that to Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder was way past 40 yeah. and still making classics. But when it comes to hip-hop, it's like, oh, that's for young people. That's for the kids. So, like, no, we we can still continue to grow and and also have a, generate revenue from it. So Absolutely. And it, or just express. express. You know, just express. Get off what you need to get off and yeah. express in a way that's conducive with the rhythm of the universe, hmm. which is the meta nature, which is us, it's our essence. Yeah. yeah it's the, it's a, we are the universe. So rap is just tapping into that, into that flow and then channeling your experience through that flow. Yeah. Right? I mean, all of expression. People do R&B and yeah, yeah. people pop, tapping and pop and blues and jazz. And, and, and it's not saying that any of those are... Invalid. It's just the reality of hip hop is hip hop slash rap is the number one genre in the world. Nah. Hip hop slash rap is how, well, one of the number ones in the world. Yeah, it's up there. What's up? Whatever, whatever. Like, object, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with the semantics of that, but you get the sentiment. It's, it's one, it's something, something that's known throughout the whole entire world. Absolutely. And it's the, it's the American Asiatic males, how we talk. (laughs) <laughs> really just, no, fact, just how we talk it's a simple and how we no, think fact. how for we real. talk and how we think for real over 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 a beat yeah and how we make music too yeah. how we talk how we think and how we produce for real for the most part no for real and other people have been able to come in and leverage that for their own thing but it's definitely the American black yeah. male's expression like Drake people, Drake has been able to leverage the American black male's perspective and, and, and uh, Eminem a lot of people are able to do it mm-hmm and I'm not against it. Not at all. They're able to tap into the American black male's perspective and tap in with that energy and, relate. and those resources and yeah. relate. But and but but actively tap into the ecosystem. Yeah. You don't get you don't got a bunch of white dudes coming together to rap. Beastie Boy. You got That's uh, two. Okay. <laughs> but they it was an infrastructure still. They were surrounded by black people still. Were they? I, 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 yeah, I don't run DMC. That. Oh, word, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, I never studied the BC Boys. I yeah, I'm just, just yeah. like a few music videos. It was just insane. Yeah. Like it's still it's still our ecosystem. Yeah. Now it might not we are tapping into having our own business around it and yeah. the, the uh industry of it we don't own, understandable. Yeah. But we can change that too. Yes, we can. And it's funny. like we don't own our food system, but we can change that too. And we are. 
And we are, and it's ain't gonna rap about it. Ain't gonna rap. And about I think it. that's really the main thing. I mean, that that's where we're heading, and it kind of seems like an inevitability if it, if it is our objective to bridge Black Asiatic culture to agriculture. What better way to do that than through the rap game, bro? I can't think of a more effective and more efficient means to do that. You know? Nah, I feel you. And I think we've both been, been even eyeballing in, and now Allah's like, you know, there's a reason why rap is rap, bro. Yeah, it's, been, it's been something that's been, you be freestyling on Twitter all the time. Yeah. I be writing rhymes. Yeah. I've grown up in an extremely musical family. It's just been around us. I've been playing with an album. People have come and told me, like, Tim, you need to drop it. I've been dancing around this concept for years, man. Yeah. For years, bro. No, I understand. Yeah, we're, we're, we've flir- flirted with it. I flirted with it. They're very flirted. much. But, you know, just recent developments. Fa- I FaceTime with it, you know what I'm saying? I know. I'm <laughs> with it. No, I understand. We just, that we haven't taken the leap. We flirted with it. Yeah, because we're too busy. We're busy. It's just after the end of the day, I'm too busy. Yeah. To really... But I, but I'm learning. I wanna. I know we have to make time to do it because it has to. We gotta get it out. We do. We gotta feed the streets, bro. We, in fact, like at and, the end of the day. and hey, let's be very clear. This didn't. We didn't really start having these conversations until we had a campaign called Feed Your Hood, bro. Let's be clear. I understand. So it's like we had a campaign, Feed Your Hood, and all of a sudden, the law's like, hey, y'all got a campaign. How you gonna campaign? And, and you what? know, shout out. I know there are other people I've heard of that. Sentiment, you know, in in other spaces, you know, what I'm saying, but we. What we do you mean? What do you mean? The, I've heard like the phrase "feed your hood" and "feed the hood," and, and you know, Alamur Park before. Oh, things cool! That I, nature, I, you I, know I, I haven't. So, I but haven't. It's, it's no, it's we're not trying to um, colonize that concept. <laughs> but in the day, we are continuing to add value to that concept and Absolutely. shine light on that concept, and we're going to do it. Well, we're bodying the concept. Yeah. And then actually backing it with, you know, legislative and financial substance. Yeah, and we and we have, at the end day, we have a track record that shows that we've been doing it. Yeah. And we have current receipts that shows we're doing it at a high level. And it's, it's kind of, let's be clear, like, rapping is a way of, like, it, it's a trump card to be like, oh, you... Oh, you thought this and this. You thought we was lame. Oh, because we deal we deal with uh, political bodies because we quote unquote play politics because we get uh, money from the state budget. So you think we're lame? But we got bars, bro. <laughs> hey, we got. I understand, bro. Like I'm, so that, I'm, I'm that, really ready. I'm really ready to make songs about these topics that are yeah. really fly, bro. No, as am I. Like the songs about. Getting things off the state budget. I <laughs> really finessing it. No. Really, really talking about getting watermelons off the truck. I think, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? And Feeding the hood. Feet, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know. Yeah. We, 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 we plotting on that. Yes, we are. And it's also interesting because it's the perfect time to be, this is fall. <laughs> Excuse me. So, like, we came out of summer. We did that. We, we extended summer. As long as we could, bro. Yeah. We got, like, we ex- we we got the most out of summer. Yeah. We really did. But we're going into fall. It's a different time. This is the time to start really looking at what what is the next thing. We got the campaign going. Yeah. And we, we be putting things in place for the campaign. 
and our lives working on us with, with us behind the scenes. But it's also like while we in this, you know, slow down mode, it is like, all right, well, what else can we feed the streets? No, I feel you. That it can be equal to watermelons. Oh. Uh, bars. <laughs> enlightening, enlightening bars. Bars. Because that's what, the thing about rap, it hits you at such a deep level. It inspires you. Mm-hmm. If it's good, it makes you It makes you think, it hits you. There's a reason why Kenny is, Kenny is viewed as, K-Dot is viewed as God. Because Man. his music literally lifts you up. I remember when Good Kid, Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City came out around 2013, right before I went through my spirit. 2012. 2012, correct. Um, October 2012. That's right. I was around, there. Around this time, I was, I was around this time, eleven years ago. I remember today. I remember, I remember seeing the posters. I remember seeing the posters and being like, "I want to listen to that album." And I remember listening to that album for the first time around November. Not knowing because you knew who he was. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I just saw. I saw. I remember specifically seeing that poster in Hollywood and being like, "That looks cool." Uh-huh. And I was like, "I'm gonna listen to that." And when it came out, I was like. Pyrus and Chris <laughs> all got along. <laughs> we finally got me down by the end of this song. Uh-huh. That song, when that song came off, it literally I felt like I was back in the pyramids, bro. Uh-huh. Like it, it boom, just, it was it, like it, that. Every time I'm in the street, I hear yeah. God, God, yeah, God, God. <laughs> you know that, right? You remember? Man, I, man, I, bro, that album was, I remember the day listening to the album, bro. That, yeah. that album, I yes. remember that album, bro. Shook you, of course. Shook because it was like, it was like. Like, bro, Kato's from Westside Peru, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's just like, bro, this is a, this is like, this is a, a nigga who, my, all my homies from, that I grew up with and went to school with, and yeah. everybody from my middle school went to school with, and like, yeah. he's, you know, he's like, people know him. Yeah. He's not like some, you know, he's like from my hometown That's and real. around my age. Yeah. And y- y'all went to, no, I didn't go, age. I didn't go to the same school, but yeah. I went, he went to Centennial? He went to Centennial. You so went I, to, I you... went to Compton High. Oh, okay. But I went to church near Centennial. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to Centennial. So all my homies from church, all my big homies from church, who's in that same age, went to Centennial. All my big homies like, oh, that's Ducky. Yeah. They just called him Ducky. Yeah. Like, he was always rapping. But just, like, to hear, like, bro, this is, like, I already knew he was, we knew he was, like, we were already rocking with him. But to be like, nah, bro, like. Bro, this is really a nigga from the city, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know nah, what I'm saying? Who's real. who's doing like this? Like this. Who's doing like this, bro. Like this. And, and and it's like, whoa, this nigga from the city, bro. Yeah. Right now, really, really, really taking over the rap game. No. From the city. And really giving you really you feel his experience in that album, yeah, bro. No. It's like, like you you're also like damn and you're also proud. It's like it really it awakens. It awakens. He's the talking experience. about places that I know and yeah. talking about things that I've been through of like going to girls' houses and being banged on all the time. So many <laughs> girls, bro. <laughs> you know you go in somebody's house, you ain't got no business going to uh, and you in there. Charade, and, and go to, you, go we, to the charade. We all got charades and there's charades. too many charades in the hood. <laughs> where you from, where your mama from. Like those are things to be where really your have, daddy stay. Like, bro, those are real actual conversations <laughs> we had to have. <laughs> or where you from? Oh, or you don't? Or you, or you don't bang? Well, where you live at? <laughs> oh, you don't? You sit on bang? Well, 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 fuck that hood anyway. 
<laughs> just shit like that all the time. Just irrational, illogical shit. But it was like, nigga, we're going to fight. Like, it don't, it's no way around it. <laughs> we're going to have an issue. Yeah. So many times, bro. Yeah. Just growing like that. So, yeah, I love And then my, I, my favorite song is Sing About Me. <laughs> Honestly, bro. <sighs> that song is so hard. It's real. Because it's like, these are the real, these are the real people. These are the real people, bro, who, like, when I'm like I, I, that's how I feel. Like, I'm a sing about me kind of person. Yeah. You know, like, good. a nigga who, like, the people who, who don't get, who people sing who really was just, like, real people survive. Sing about me. Facts, bro. And he did. He <laughs> made songs about the people that we really know. Like, we know, though. We know the girls yeah. giving up for a couple dollars. Dude. You know, we know the niggas who who, who lost lives. It's so it's like, man, anyway, I could talk about... I understand. No, what... what? I didn't grow up in the hood. I know. That's well known. And I'm sorry, bro. No, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I didn't. I'm happy I'm you didn't. very clear. I'm very happy you didn't Because of those hood. experiences that you've articulated, yeah. as is K-Dot has. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? There's a reason my parents took me out of the inner city. Yes. No, no. I'm sorry. Did not expose me to the inner not city. Not facts. They grew up in... The, my mother grew up in the inner city. My dad... Not so much. Mm-hmm. My grandma, uh, no, the country. Took you to the country. No, my grandma grew up in the country, then went from the country to the suburbs. So my dad wasn't really in inner city. My mom grew up in inner city mm-hmm. Denver, so she knew what comes with that territory. Um, so she got the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I understand. I understand too. Um, that's, why but, I, that's why I keep pushing back on you niggas trying to make me stay in the hood. I'm like, bro, that's, <laughs> I feel you. Like, yeah. no, nah, but. I think it's it's not it's a traumatizing place. I understand. And um one thing, now that I, I, I do frequent the hood. You frequent it? I frequent it. You frequent it? Yes, I, I'm there. But seeing that, um prostitution is a thing, you know? And like that that really that was like the one thing that really like really shook me. It's like, oh wow, this is a, a legit uh, uh, they on a blade. This is they a, on fig, bro. Yeah. Right now. Nah, for real. They on Western. Yeah, but it's not like you know what I'm saying. It's a real thing. It's not that far. It from what I see, it's not a far fetch for a girl to go to high school and have that be an, an option on the table and be like, I could just get a couple dollars real quick. You feel me? That's what it. Yeah. That's because I've seen it. I'm yeah. like, you just graduated high school and you're like a girl, a little. Whoa. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it's uh, it wasn't like. Seeing that in person, that's that's a thing, bro. Seeing your own people in that, it, to where that's a viable reality and option, that for, was shocking for 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 many people. For many people, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one. Of, that's honestly my coming up in close encounter with that. Mm-hmm. That's that that was that's shocking. Traumatic yeah. for me. No. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like, actually, like, oh wow, this is this is what's really going on. You're oh, you're someone's daughter. Oh my god. Hey, oh man. my god. It's, it's it's part of the game, bro. It's not it's not as a uh, yeah. I guess certain things I'm not as like yeah because I've just seen it. You've seen it. You I grew up with it. I grew up. I grew up. It, I grew up on Hoover, bro. I grew up as a kid. I lived on Hoover. Yeah. So these are things I've seen as a child. Yeah. That as an adult is your grandma's house. No, no, no. My, so when I was a kid, we lived on Hoover Street, and then we moved to Compton. Mm. So I was the first one to relatively sixties Hoover. Yeah, no, no. Hoover's Hoover. Oh, Hoover. Hoover's not six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Your group. Sixties Hoover. No, uh, Hoover's Hoover. I understand. 
in 60s and 60s. I believe Let's be, Hoovers don't like nobody. The, hey, I don't necessarily <laughs> know what they what they program is. Let me be very clear. I don't know their program. I can't speak on behalf of their program or, or who they who they cool or not cool with. I understand. I just know when I was a child, I lived there, and yeah. then I moved to Compton when I was a child. I moved. I I, I was born and, and lived in L.A. from like a baby to like seven. You went to elementary school in L.A. In L.A., yeah, I went oh, to elementary school. I'm I didn't on, know that. Right? If you, if you go on the one ten, you see that school is called it's called now it's called Barry Elementary. It used to be like ninety seventh Street School, but if you could you could see the elementary school I went to on the one ten. Uh, one ten and what? It's like it's like near Manchester. That. So if you're driving south, the one that's on the right. If you're driving south, the one that's on the right. Yeah, bro, I went, you I went, went to, to that. That yes. was where you went to. High, you went to elementary school right there. Yeah, until third grade. Oh my god. And then I moved to Compton. Damn, you are from the hood, bro. Yeah. So I remember. <laughs> I, no, I'm from the hood. Holy shit. I remember. I remember like. Bro, I've got. I've bro. I've literally looked at that school and been like, damn, that's a ghetto ass school. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Oh man. My babysitter was across the street. We used to go to my babysitter house when I was a kid. <sighs> And I'm here. I'm in my first day, like in Compton. Yeah. And like, just thinking, like, damn, these kids bad as fuck. <laughs> like, no, bro. Like, cause I like <laughs> it, 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 at and, and at that school in LA, I was like, like in the smart kids class. Yeah, yeah. Like they wanted me to skip second grade, but uh-huh. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to, I wanted to play my friends. Yeah. So I was like in like the smart kids area. All of. It, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. It was like, okay, Tim's over here with the smart kids. Yeah, he's not gonna be with the rest of the kids. Yeah, but I went to Compton. It was like, nigga, we don't, we don't nobody know. It was like, sit down. <laughs> but it was just bad. Everybody, kids was bad, so bro. You weren't with the smart kids at Compton. You went no, I, I definitely did not <laughs> pro- like project that I'm smart, bro. I drew, and I drew, and I got in fights fourth grade. So you didn't want to show people that you were smart? Hell no. At Compton? Hell no. Because they would bang on you? And I was already getting into fights. Okay. At fourth grade. So Compton Compton was worse than that school. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Bro. Bro, oh hell my yeah. Oh God. Compton was bro. <laughs> as a kid? Compton in the nineties, man. As a kid, it was Dude, you grew up in the fucking crack era. And with the, I grew oh up in the God. crack. Yeah, I told you like oh the story God. of like we would have crackheads break into our car every day. Oh man. All the time. We we bro. you couldn't leave before you went in the house, you made sure nothing was in the car. They would I it was bad, bro. I remember going and getting our window fixed so many times that it stopped being such a, an emotionally triggering thing when we have to go get our window fixed in Damn. our car because crackheads will break into the car oh my God. and try to steal the radio. If we left the radio in the car, we had an old car where you could pull you could pull the radio out of the car, like yeah, the 90s I cars. I think. So we would have to pull the radio out. We couldn't leave anything in the car. Bro, you grew up in South LA and Compton in the fucking 90s. Yes, yes. Crack, the crack era. Yes, on Hoover, mind you. Like on oh Hoover. Like on Hoover, bro. Like oh not God. like... On Hoover. Where were you during the riots? Oh, I was like three. Yeah, two or three. We was there. We was on Hoover. Okay. So we lived. So you don't remember? Nah. I I, oh, I remember I remember relatively like because I, I remember we would say to my grandma house. My grandma lived on uh Crenshaw and Florence. Okay. So like I said, I would live in Hoover and then go to the sixties. Go to the sixties. My brothers went to um What's that demon? That demon elementary school, High Park. 
Because mm-hmm. High Park, both my brothers went to High Park Elementary. Okay. So, yeah, my like we, it was yeah, it was crazy. Like we don't, I don't, I didn't know all this as a kid. It's just where it go. That's just grandma house. But as an adult, it's like crazy to be like, yeah, I lived in Hoover, and I spent a whole lot of time in the '60s, and then my granddad lived on the upper echelon part of of uh, Crenshaw. Mm. He lived past the 110. So I was at a mansion one day with motorcycles and RVs, and my granddad's this rich dude. But that's just my granddad. I don't realize he's rich mm-hmm. on my dad's side. And I'm, then I'm at my grandma's house, on my mom's side. And they, in the, they in, you know, in the, in the projects, you feel me, in the 60s, yeah. all kind of gang culture. Then I got to go home to Hoover and there's all kind of wild shit. And then that's just my life. But then sometimes I'm at grandpa's house and he got his whole big ass mansion with all this stuff. And that's just, grand, it's not, it's, none of, it's just normal. All of it was normal. Now as a dog, I'm like, I'm appreciative of that experience because I'm like, I got to see full contrast. I got this, you know, and I love my grandma and my yeah. granddad. Rest in peace, both. Yeah. <sighs> Man, that's a, I knew, I knew that conceptually that you grew up uh-huh. down. I didn't know, but like, I didn't, and this is my first time actually calculating what that means. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Having to survive. Yeah, no, for real. And then we moved to Compton. So I have to relearn all of this stuff. That's where I have to actually learn gang culture. I didn't have to learn gang culture as a seven, eight-year-old. I just learned, like, crackheads and drive-bys. That was really the main thing, drive-bys and crackheads. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Compton was like, okay, I have to understand gang culture. I have to understand this Mexican hood ain't cool with this black hood and... This black hood ain't cool with this hood black politics. hood, and this Mexican hood ain't cool with this Mexican hood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No. And this is like middle school. I have to hood learn. Politics, bro. No, oh, well, yeah, politics, you have bro. to learn, bro. <laughs> you, I have to learn. And I have to learn what hood I live in and who they are and aren't cool with, what colors we wear, what colors we can't wear, um, what we can't wear in this hood, what we can't wear in this hood, how do we walk if we are leaving out the hood that we are coming from, what hood is outside of our hood, who are they cool and not, it was, yeah, it's a lot of politics, so, which is why I'm so not bothered by politics, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Because it's like, people are old politics, and so it's like, bro, we, you, you grew up in it. Man, you this is nothing to no. the, compared to the politics that I grew up in. Yeah. LAPD. No, for you real. Me? No. That's his own political in- infrastructure itself. Is navigating different groups of people and organizations with competing interests to push your own campaign. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, or, 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 or in our case, to outlast, just right. to survive. At that, at that level. At that level. That's at that level. It's just outlast. Now it's just survive. Way. Yeah. Don't go to jail. Don't die. Don't die. Don't go to jail. Yeah. Don't make unnecessary enemies. Now... All those rules still apply, but now we have a more. Now we could be offensive. Yes. We could have offensive politics where we're not having the politics of survival. We're having the politics and the art of a campaign. Definitely. While utilizing the skill sets used at these lower level games of hood politics. Definitely. Which is why I think we're we're, we're successful. Because <laughs> be it it's developed yeah. a it, it's developed a mentality that I'm learning how to take out like the good parts, the strategy, yeah, the strategy, the uh, temperament control, emotional intelligence, and 
throw out the intense tribalism, the the need for violence. Yeah. Or the need to feel like the urge. Yeah, the urge to either match intensity with intensity or match intensity with violence. Or to perceive people who don't align with my political campaign as a as a threat to my survival. Mm, that's real. Because coming from where I come from, if yeah. you are against my campaign, then you are a threat to my actual life. Yeah. And at any moment, yeah. it could it could go up. That's real. So I'm learning not to be like that as much. <laughs> <laughs> not to treat it's, it's people mo- like you're trying to come against my like you're trying like you're to trying kill to kill me. me. Yes. Like you're trying to kill you. Yeah. And I've noticed that like I'm I've had to be now I'm starting to understand where that comes yeah, from. Yeah. Well, a lot of like, times I'm like, bro, like your shit ain't all that serious, dog. Yeah, it's like I know it ain't that serious, but I'd but rather I I'd rather not be that serious than to be that serious. Yeah, I feel you. Nigga. I think my thing, like, I know it ain't that serious. Well, so like cool then. <laughs> nigga, as long as you know it ain't that serious. Cause I if it's that serious, I gotta be prepared for it to be that serious. I understand. I understand. You know? Yeah. That's just how and that's I'm learning I, how to navigate that, but I understand. I'm I don't that that's how I survive. I get it. You feel, you feel so it? now you're shedding the the survival tendencies, and yes. reactive survival yes. tendencies that no longer serve you yes. at these new levels, levels and realms of power. Bro, you know what's crazy is I had, bro, that's crazy. I had a dream about that. When? Yesterday. What happened? Oh man, some kind of way. Damn, some kind of way. Um. Some kind of way we was like, we was like either at school or church or something happened, but we got released and like everybody could go. And so I went to this like little side waiting room, like this kind of little side area. Mm. And it was like, there's one really buff hood nigga right there, like one nigga right here and like one nigga like in front of me. Is that school? I think so. But we was all like kind of chilling. Yeah. So, um... Like, I was eating, and I dropped a piece of it on the floor, and I picked it up to eat. A piece of food? Like, a piece of food. I dropped it on the floor. Yeah. To, like, um, to, and I picked it up and ate it. And so the other nigga looked at his homie like, like, this nigga weird. Like, yeah. you feel me? And... Wait, you ate a piece of food on the floor? I picked it. I, I dropped I it really quickly. I was eating, and I dropped the piece on the floor. I picked it up and kept eating it. That doesn't seem like you. Right? And so... The nigga looked at his homie like, what the fuck? Like, this nigga weird. Like, why would he eat some food he just dropped on the floor? So I stood on my, I, I, I toughed up and was like, basically like, hey, bro, like, you feel me? I don't know why y'all snickering about me, like, dropping, like, if, yeah, I'm going to eat food on the floor, like, whatever, bro. And so they was like, nah, bro, like, they was like, bro, that's weird. Whatever, we'll do, we'll do. And I took it up a little extra notch yeah. and, like, stood up. You feel me on yeah. some like you banged on them. yeah type shit like I stood on my like man what's up and so the one nigga he said something and I'm like whatever and then the nigga who's the buffest nigga he just came and he was like bro look bro like I'm just keeping on with you bro like nigga you know I beat your ass bro like, <laughs> you know what it is nigga so like just chill out bro like yeah. you don't gotta do, like you don't gotta do that nigga because you could look at me I'm gonna tell my homie to chill out but you yeah. could look at me and tell nigga like. Nigga, you know what it is. I, I, you know I'm, I'm, like, bro, like, you know what it is, my nigga. Yeah. So 
I advise you to just chill out. And I was like, man, you right, my nigga. Like, you right, but fuck that nigga. He was like, nah, bro. Like, sounds like but you. then he was just like, bro, all right, bro. Like, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance on some, like, go chill out, nigga. So walk over there. Yeah. But then they start conspiring. So then I seen Amin. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm like, I mean, oh. just sitting there looking at me like, yeah, like, 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 I told you, nigga, like, you be <laughs> popping off too much and like, I can't save you. And I'm like, nah, I mean, like, nah, we, you gonna ride with me. And I mean, looking at me like, nah, bro, like, I can't, like, you did this to yourself, bro. Like, you put yourself in a situation and you can't rely on the, us and the nation to come and save you, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't, like. I'm gonna sit here. I got your back. If they put they, if they do something to you, like I'm, a, I got you. But like I'm not gonna go antagonize them with you, bro. Like that's not what I'm here for. No, you feel me? Are you tired of being in a pandemic with no access to a black grocer? Are you prepared to live in a world where you need vaccine proof to buy food? This is where we come to the rescue. Hi. I'm Adam X, owner and operator of OGMFG.com, Southern California's premier black bulk food distributor and mobile nursery, now shipping nationally. We are your source for the bulk navy beans, lentils, and rice we should all have safely stored in our homes in this hour. We are also, hands down, the home of the best bean pie the West Coast has to offer. Family owned and operated out of Los Angeles since 2018, we are your answer to where is my black grocery store. With a strong connection with Southern California black farmers, we are prepared to serve you nationally. That's OGMFG.com, which stands for Original Manufacturing. Why? Because we're building the future. OGMFG.com, your source for black bulk foods. Yeah. And he just sitting there like real calm, like yeah. real respectful. And I was kind of being like, all right, I'm like, I know some more niggas coming. Like, I feel kind of safe because I'm me here, but I'm also thinking like, damn, like, because I, I was trying to go, but they were standing in front of the door. So I'm just like, damn, like, I might have to really, you feel me, get jumped or just sit here and just, you feel me, just sit with this. And I woke up like, damn, like. That was a real interesting dream. It hit me like, yeah, that was that was some real shit. It made me think. Like, I didn't know what the symbolism was, but it did make me think like, okay, like you right. Like, I can't really be. I'm only 150. I'm you know I'm 150. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I'm not in the best shape I could be. Like, let me. I do need to be chill. I need to chill yeah, out. Facts. I do need to chill yeah. out. But at the same time, it's like also like, nah, I didn't get hit the weights because it was more like nigga. Like he was like buff, and it was like, you got it right now, bro. But I'm gonna get my shit together, and and soon, you, it, I'm kind of in that type of time too, where I am like lifting weights more Good. and being like, I need to be able to back up the shit I talk. If I've ready to talk, I need to be ready to fight. I'll be ready to be ready to fight. You gotta be able to defend yourself. Yeah, my mama. You, <laughs> I, gotta be, I gotta be ready. I gotta be ready for that I shit. See. So I have been lifting weights more and everything, and you know, cause it's like, nah, like I I can't be no hoe. I can't. I can't no. be a bitch. Like no. that's that's. I can't to my detriment. And that was kind of a dream. It was like, yeah, this is what it is. Like to your detriment, right, wrong, or different. Sometimes you will just stand on your team. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you know it's not gonna be the right thing. And I've been like that life where there's been times where I've known this is gonna end badly, but I'm gonna stand on my team anyway. Yeah. You feel me? I and you know, sometimes. 
I've taken that gamble and I've gotten everybody respect. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Sometimes I've taken that gamble and didn't work out. And I got favorite? jumped. And I got jumped. I understand. You feel me? I do. <laughs> I, I take from this is like, yeah, just be mindful that your um your reactive mo- emotional tendencies won't be backed by people who you might think are in your favor if you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. No, so I mean, was I'm with I mean. It's like bro, I ain't got you with this shit. This is all you, bro. And that's funny that you know that you that you that's kind of like what I'm seeing. That that is because people do use the nation in that regard. Like they expect us to just take. We ain't taking no sides, bro. No, we don't bang. Yeah. No, we are always neutral. We are on the side of God and righteousness. No, I feel. So we're not gonna pick a side in gang disputes, which makes us good arbitrators. But you know, someone that didn't grow up in the in this in this type of environment, I've always I get to view these sort of things objectively, mm-hmm. you know, because I have my own politics to navigate. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that while you were growing up in on Hoover, going to Centennial, <laughs> I was in Chino Hills, bro. No, uh-huh. for real, I was in Chino Hills, literally being the only black boy in a white environment. Yeah, and that's politics, bro. It's all politics. And it's those politics that you see me employ in these spaces that we're now in. So it's funny that this is why we are successful. Now I'm starting to see, I'm starting to understand the chemistry of our success mm-hmm. is our, our ex- political experiencing of survival in diff- completely different environments mm-hmm. has, has allowed us to combine these skill sets to create an entity that's impenetrable no matter where we go. That's why we are successful. Because we both have, for the most part, come out of survival mode. Facts. Right. Well, we're... For the most part. For the most part. And we're on the offensive. Yeah. And we know what to do in these environments to be effective. Yeah. We know the game. And and, <laughs> and we both, for me, like, I adamantly... The game. I adamantly refuse to go back to survival mode. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel you. And I know the type of environments... And a type of energies yeah. that put me in a in a situation where I feel like I'm in survival mode because I'm like a lion. Like when you back a lion into a corner, he's gonna attack. Like I know that about me. When y'all when I feel like, oh, it's up, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, you know, like I'd rather die fighting than than be a coward and to my detriment. So I know that mentality isn't necessary all the time. Not at all. So that's why I, I adamantly push back. Also of like, hey, you might you don't want me in those environments because you're not going to like who I am when I'm in that environment. And then you're going to be mad at me for turning it into something I know I'm going to turn into when I'm placed in these environments that pull out these characteristics of me yeah that's right you feel me and i'm like nah i'm yeah you don't think i would to you it's not that big of a deal in those environments because those environments don't make you feel um like you have to survive those environments those environments don't have the same like you said you me going to chino hills i look i will i would it would i would look at chino hills completely different yeah you coming on hoover you you looking at the best you looking at the elementary school that was the that was setting me up for success. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a dirty elementary school. I look at that elementary school like, man, what if I would have skipped the second grade? 
Yeah. What if real. I would have applied myself? What if I really? This was when I was innocent. This was my last place of innocence. For real. When I was an innocent little, smart little kid. Yeah. I went to Compton and I lost my innocence. No, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I went to I, like I lost all my innocence in fourth grade, and I don't really want to go too much in depth to that, but I lost all of my innocence in the fourth grade, bro. Okay. I was all of it. Back kid, you're back in. I lost my innocence in the fourth grade. I understand. <laughs> you I get understand. what I'm saying? I understand. Very elementary, South Central LA, crazy environment, but innocent little kid. I brought my toys to school. You know what I'm saying? We played, we colored, we did math problems after school. Compton, I was fighting. Okay. I was messing with girls. Okay. I was I was understanding gang politics and street politics at nine years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then and then um, just shut down. I feel you, and just drew all day. I feel you to cope with the fact that I'm in this crazy ass environment. I feel you. <laughs> How now? Nah, this is real. How much of that that you shut down as a survival mechanism back in fourth, fifth, sixth grade and onward is still shut down? Uh, a lot, not as much because I've I've accepted that that shutdown is fear of showing how smart I really am. Because if I show how smart I really am, I'll be held to a higher standard, and I'll get bullied. I understand. In my 20s, when I realized that's not going to happen, it clicked where I started really opening up way more of how smart I really am and become more of an ego trip with it. Yeah. Because I had... Suppressed it for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Now then I realize that doesn't that's stupid. Now I'm more so like, yeah, I'm smart and I'm brilliant, but whatever. Like you, you know, like I'm an artist too. So I, I learned how to because the art was how I was able to return retain information by drawing. So I was able to be smart, but people just saw my art. Now I'm able to show I'm smart. And still do my art. I found culinary arts. I found cooking. Cooking. So even now, that's my art that helps me to retain and process what's going on. And then I'm able to execute what I got to do. I have to cook. That's how I, like, okay, let me take what I'm learning and then figure it out while I'm doing something. I feel you. You know? I feel you. And um, these, these survival mechanisms these experiences i yeah i'm starting to i'm understand we understand how to be successful and what specific tactics we have to employ to be successful to different audiences in different environments Mm -hmm. and that's really why we're talking about rap because we just know that's uh, that's the ultimate like that's the (laughs) that's that's the one everybody gonna respect that's the that's it whether they like it or not (laughs) whether they like like, man niggas got a hitter Niggas got slappers. For real. Run that shit back. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, baby. Run that shit back. Come on, turn that shit go hard. Turn that shit up, bro. Last that shit again, man. Turn that shit up, man. You right, man. Fuck them niggas. Them niggas was popping shit about farming. You right, bro. Them niggas was getting them watermelons off the truck. They was. Turn that shit up, bro. Fuck it. Don't tell nobody, though. Don't, don't tell nobody that we but be blasting this shit. Yeah. yeah. But turn that shit up, bro. I'm telling you, that's what it's going to be like, man. That no Turn that shit up, bro. Fuck. I know. I know I don't like them niggas either, but, man, that shit go hard, bro. Play that shit one more time. 
<laughs> and while while they <laughs> for real, it's gonna no, be like I bro, I I com- I completely I completely understand. Them niggas got another song, man. This shit go hard too. Man. Not another. Get y'all the album. Let me listen to that shit. <laughs> that shit was cool. Yeah. That shit was all right. You know, damn well, you got that shit stored in your iPhone. <laughs> it's what it's got to be, bro. Yeah. It's the it, ultimate game. It is. It's the ultimate game. You, it's, it is. It's the, it's, it is. It, it's all game. And it's a, it's um, it's the trump card at all levels. And, you know. The it's hood. what everybody secretly really wants to be. Facts. Everybody. Everybody wishes they could flow. Everybody wish they could be offset, man, and just marry Cardi B. <laughs> wait, wait, like, I, like that, they that lifestyle. A lot of people, a lot of as a lot of niggas wish they could do shit like that. A lot of niggas wish they could do Quavo. Oh. A lot of niggas wish they could be Jay Z. Maybe not you, but a, hood, a lot of hood niggas want to be offset though. Man, please don't do that. Don't do my nigga offset, bro. I don't really. Okay, who is offset? I, I I'm sorry. Who's who, offset? Zet. Offset's married to Cardi B. Okay. How do we feel about Cardi B? The fact that he married Cardi B and he's offset. He's a high value man. Is he's rich. Migos? He's fly. Migos? And he's married and he got a bunch of kids and he can rap really good. Oh, he's, yes. a, he's actually a good rapper? Yes. He's, maybe, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know. Offset. I know. You know, nigga. Like, Migos, I don't know which which, you know, Migos. Which, which band he's in. Migos, yes, Migos. Oh, okay. I did. Okay. Good. I'm I'll just say as an example, like, like a lot of niggas would be nip. Like the the that that, that urban see. legend, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody from the town who made it, who got the baddie, who flex, who still got ties with the, with the hood, but ultimately is pushing a bigger campaign. No, for that's real. That's the that's the okay. Thing. Nip, yeah, no, that that's Nip, the game. Nip that's always game. said he used music as a way to engage with his people. He was pushing all this other stuff, but he understand music. You have to create the music. Cause that's yeah. what bring the people into what's going on to over here. The game. No, that's just what a, it is. It's the game. Rap is and the he game. He learned bro. how to do it good, but he always was said, "This is what I'm doing. I'm pushing education. I'm pushing vertical integration. I'm pushing digital real estate. I'm pushing you feel me coding and cryptocurrency. Doctor Sebi too. Yeah, right? all yeah. That's yeah. all. Nick, yeah, no. and I'm gonna talk about it in the music. Yeah, and I'm gonna make some fly music. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. give people this. I'm gonna feed the, the streets to the people. Yeah. But ultimately, we got this going on over here. We got nah, the facts. we got the campaign going. Nah, facts. We got the marathon. You, you, the marathon you, continues. It's a campaign. No, that was that was his campaign. It's a campaign. Crenshaw. Crenshaw is a campaign. TMC is, you know, the marathon nah. clothing is like the the brand. For real. We got no. the campaign. Crenshaw is a campaign. Nah. And that's real. just what it is. It, it, that is what it is. And he because people like his music because it was it was inspirational. Yeah, very much because he wasn't the best rapper, but you just like it because it, it went hard and it was you knew the story. He said shit that yeah, fact, yeah. facts. No, you, you knew, knew the, the story. You, you the saw story. him. You saw him organically. <laughs> we saw we like once again as a LA as a LA nigga. We saw Nip. Yeah, we saw the growth. I never gonna forget. I was at a. I went to like the club one time, and Migos was in the club, and them niggas was shining, bro. I'm not gonna lie, these niggas was. Blinged out on the stage. It was crazy, right? It was blinged out. But then, like, Nip came in and, like, with all his niggas, and, like, they just kind of, like, pushed these niggas to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, a real LA nigga here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, y'all niggas is shining and jewelry, but nigga, like, Nip here. 
You know what I'm saying? But this is the club. It was the club, and it was just it was just cool to see. Like yeah. like he just came in, and he just like was like I, I run this shit now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm like because Mingles was shining. I'm not gonna lie, Mingles was shining. Yeah. They was they was popping shit. Yeah, they was shining. It was they was shining. <sighs> but then Nick, you know, just came in, and he was just like cool. Like I I I, I love Nick, bro. I, I thought Nick. I definitely love Nick a lot. When Nick died. That shit was crazy. I, I feel like I lost a, a family member. I understand. I felt I felt sad very much when I when apparently I you grew him. up with his homies, bro. To, to, to some to some two pack capacity, right? Uh, yeah. In the '60s is a is a is a is a big hood. Yes, it you know is. Yes, it is. But and they bang heavy. Yeah, but yeah. I was a kid. Like I was like I said, I wasn't. I was at G Mom's house at that time. Like I never was really out and about like that. I was a kid at grandma's and she moved when I was 12. But from a kid to 12, that's when my grandma stayed. Yeah. And I was there all the time. But I wasn't like really mixing and shit and kicking up people like that in that area. You feel me? Yeah. So, <clears throat> and my brothers went to Dorsey. So they didn't really keep kicking people in that area either. I understand. Yeah. And, and going to Dorsey, being around Dorsey was crazy because you see people from you know the Jays, and that, like that was like, like this is gang banging for real. Wait, like, wait. When I would go to Dorsey games, it would be like, damn, <laughs> this is gang banging for real. It was like kind of cool to see that many bloods. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that many, like yeah, nigga, like we here, bro. Yeah, it was just like wow, like. <laughs> That's a lot of gangbangers. Like that's a lot, bro. Like, and they have no qualm. Like, there's no, there's no chill. Wait, what? Sorry, the Jays. What's that? Is the that jungles. The, oh, the, okay. Yeah, jungles. I yeah, didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just so know. like, yeah. The army of bloods. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Full like a real, like a real bro. It was like, it was crazy. I understand. Cause you know, just seeing so many different environments. Like seeing where my this, I'm, I'm live here. My grandma live. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing so much. And my brother's going to Dorsey. And then that's a whole different environment. But it was like, you feel me? Yeah. And a big environment. Uh, yeah. We're talking about all of these <laughs> elements of the hood. And, but we're ultimately the objective is we know who, who our target yeah, audience is. Yeah, like we have to we understand. We know our target audience. Yeah, and yeah. we know, like, oh, shit, shit we got to rap. And for me, also, it's still letting you niggas know how do we move when y'all come around these spaces. I understand. And where we, where we are and what's going on. And whose hood this is, and who hood this isn't, like we still like if we're gonna feed the hood and do all these things in 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 these urban environments, we can't be sweet. No, no, no. We can't be acting like we don't like none of these things exist. Yeah, and like we're just above or outside of the reality of these real po po politics. Yeah, I understand. And I try to always do my best to. Like remind us that you know, so like this is a real thing. We're real. It's a real thing, you know, and we gotta stay sharp and vigilant. I understand. Won't be in these environments, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, we doing good. Yeah, the majority of people doing good. We want yeah. us to do good, but like we said in the beginning, like there are haters. Absolutely, and we are very visible. Yes, we are. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we and like are. I like a part of the dream also is like once again if we gonna stand on this shit and we gonna do something that people might look at us like a weird way. We also gotta be like 
ready for that too. Yeah. Like it's a micro and a macro. As we doing this work and we doing things that people might like look, look at a suspect. Yeah, like what you niggas, what you mean? Yeah, no. What you niggas mean feed the hood? Yeah. This ain't your hood. It's my hood. <laughs> hey, no. That's for me. It's no, just it's I, just the for real. That type of shit. No, yeah. That I'm that I can't be a part of my hood mentalities. I can't be remiss from looking at what we're doing from other people's vantage point and kind of seeing all the perspectives. Absolutely. And how do we prepare? How do we navigate those politics? How do we mitigate anything so we can be prepared for whatever come with what we're doing? Because we're only going to grow. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think it's you. We get them to play a bigger game. Right? And and this this is the ultimate game. The game is power. Yeah. Tap into tap into power. Tap into understanding your food to even to want to understand your food supply. That's a big leap, bro. Let's be clear. Let's yeah. be, that's not let's not play around with that. Like no, I understand. getting getting people who are stuck in hood politics to actually think about growing their own food and caring about the food supply, that's a huge leap. Everyone should own real estate. Now you can. But I'm not here to sell you a course. I'll tell you it's easy. The truth is you may not have the time or resources to start by yourself. But the good news is you don't have to. We have an entire team that does all the heavy lifting. We buy and find the properties. We find and manage the tenants. All you do is invest and collect passive income. You can start now, today. Go to oasis.build and see what we're doing with our portfolio and how you can start building generational wealth now. Yes. So part of what we are doing is inspiring them to make it gangster to actually go there. Yeah. You feel me? Which is a heavy lift and takes time. It takes time. It's not impossible. It's not. By no stretch. It's not impossible. But what we're talking about is putting things in place to change the culture around that. And one of the ways we can do that. Through the, through, come through on. The game. Uh, I understand the, the I bars. See. I understand the, the bars. I see. That's it. what I'm saying. We, it always going to lead back to the bars. It's gonna, the, the because bar- the bars is the way where you could be like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, it's my like, nigga. You got it, bro. Oh, they got fucking bars. You got it. As oh, long as we got- don't come on some, you know, fuck you niggas. You niggas is lame, and we we, we better than you niggas. <laughs> no, we, we can't. can't. We can't. I mean, we gotta have a sprinkle. Of it. Let me be very clear. A part of the game is we gotta have a sprinkle of we better than you niggas. You niggas is lame. That's a part of hip hop. That's hip hop. So we have to have a sprinkle of it, but we can't lead with it because we seen what happens with niggas who lead with that. Yeah, I'm better than you niggas. You niggas is lame. We'll do we'll okay. Well, you don't make it. You don't really make it long in life. When you do when you talk nah, about that. when you when you lead with that. You did, yeah, nah, for real. But you definitely gotta sprinkle a little bit of that. Yeah, too. And that's just flexing, man. Yeah. Flexing. You know? It's and just... we gotta still ride on our ops, but just make it clear who the ops are. Spinning block on the ops and who who is who's like who's the ops? Principalities, the Roman Catholic of the Roman Catholic uh, calendar. For real. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's real. Well, right. and actually like but, the give, the give, mentality. Give, give them the real ops. It's yeah. like, bro, this is what time. This is what. This is what. This is what. We're all up under. Red tape is the real ops. Institutional racism is the real ops. Yeah, not for real. From, yeah, inequities is the real, is the real ops. Yeah. So I mean, if we could 
if we could, I mean, this is where this campaign start. It's you start food, but you end up here because you start seeing how things really work. You understand how power works. Yes, we're talking about the food system. Yeah, and in every single aspect of that, and we're gonna be able to. I'm we gonna go from a TED talk to an album, bro. I feel you. No, it's here. And TED full, talk is on, and, and, and TED talk is on Saturday. You feel me? TED talk is on Saturday. Yep. Urban agroecology and how we can use artificial intelligence in these urban environments. You know, since we have the ability to jump into something and use resources that are really available and really make a major impact on our food system. So I feel you like we have the what might what's gonna sell it is dropping out. But we have the ability to, to do this that we've never had in in history ever before. No. We've never had this much access. And a part of this a part of the access that we have is based on the years that we've built these rapports and these relationships and these different things. But make no mistake, we have already built a bridge to really expediting people getting involved in a food system. Absolutely. That they can jump in right now yeah. and you can plug and play right now. Absolutely. And just seeing people, there's a lot of people of quote unquote hood niggas that are interested in the full spectrum of what we got going on. Bro. Definitely. And they, they see us as like, wait, we can we can do this now? Yeah. And they're like, tell me more. They're like, it, the attitude is like, wait, really? Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. For real. No, it's here. Yeah, for we, real. Actually, we got you. We got, we got actually, you. We got, we got you. We got you right here. How you want to do it? This, 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 or this. It's, yeah, and, we're, and that's where that 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 is the whole purpose of this campaign. It's like, you know, bro, we we are preparing you to be able to feed feed your hood for real. Yeah, like we're yeah. It's like join us in this. It's not we're not coming to save the day. No, we are saying who wants to join this endeavor. Yeah, this isn't our endeavor or our campaign. This yeah. is. This is our campaign as far as this is what we're pushing, but it's not limited to us. Not at the, all. the purpose is to show we can collectively get involved in this yeah. in different arenas. It's an industry that's wide open. Wide open. That we need more people to get involved. Need more people to get involved and also understand how to operate at that at that level. Yeah. And also just know, know how to how to put things in place to get more power. To bring resources to your family, to your community, because you can't. There's no willy nilliness. You have to. There's there's an order yeah. to rulership. There's an order to. There's an order to 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 getting more power. As long as we have a f- food desert, we 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 need more help. Facts. No, absolutely. Let's be clear. Absolutely. As long as LA South is considered food desert, there's room for you to help out. Absolutely. However you want to do it. However you want. But there's definitely room for you to help out. Yeah. Because we get, we live in a food desert. Mm-hmm. So clearly, there's you know what I'm saying. There's more room for more people to get involved. Yep. I, we we can't feed LA by ourselves. No. Let's be very clear. No. And there's room. We for can you. we can barely drop a dime in the in the in the ocean. We can we're making ripples, but LA is millions of people. That's you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can feed hundreds. Yeah. We can impact thousands. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely gonna need hundreds and thousands of us to get involved and grow some food, 
help the food get grown, implement, you know, me education, innovation, yeah. implementation. That's right. And I, what? A little TED Talks uh, sprinkle. Hey, and chill out. no, no. But it's, it's really <laughs> like what I'm starting to think of like, okay, what does it look like if a lot more people start growing their own food? How do, what did the d- distribution networks, what are the channels, like all like the, the business stuff and the ops and the, um, and, and what is required on a business end to actually take advantage of people, more people being actively involved in the food system. I, I would, you know what I'm saying? That's the purpose of creating all serious bridge. I agree. Because, because those are questions that you're going, <laughs> you, it's going to require us having the resources to be able to give you the time you need to answer those questions. Absolutely. <laughs> you feel me? We have the answers, but in order to give you the answers and show you how to do it, we're going to have to be resourced for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm just like, okay, well. Thus me removing myself from these environments yeah. and putting myself in new environments because the amount of energy it takes to do these things requires it to me for me to be resourced. Absolutely. And if I'm not being properly resourced, I have to that will put me in a survival mode. Yeah. And if I'm in survival mode, <laughs> we know how you get. Then we know how I get gang banging. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make sense now? You get it? It doesn't. It's a, it's a, it's very it's it's not as emotional as you think. It's yeah. very logical and rational why I choose to aware environments I'm going to be in. <laughs> I feel you, because I'm very, I have a lot of emotions. I know how I'm impacted. I know how my emotions work, bro. Mm-hmm. I know how my emotions work. So I put things in place. And I also know. You put things in place and you don't put yourself in certain places to avoid emotional responses. Yes. No, I, yeah. I feel, I, yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. Because I understand that you, once I get teased, once I get said emotion, then it's like, whoa, whoa, where we, where'd that come from, Tim? Whoa, whoa, you're overreacting. Whoa, you're Chill. tripping. Whoa, you're doing too much. Chill. Whoa, not that serious. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. After me, tripping. after me telling you ten times, this is going to happen. Oh, whoa, we didn't expect that. Whoa, you're doing too much. Whoa, what? No, I'm. That's some. No, why? Why I put myself through that? Why? Oh, whoa, it's not that serious. Whoa. <laughs> well, you're a leader, not, man. You're a leader. You, sw- you shouldn't. Oh, no, you're. <laughs> it's very easy for people, myself <laughs> and other people like me, who didn't grow up in that fucking environment. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Trip, bro. Oh, whoa, no. Stop it. Well, yeah, let's just Stop go. It. Whoa, let's just do that. Real- no, we're not going to just do that real quick. That's going to actually affect me emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to like, you're not going to like what come of me being affected emotionally. Nah. So well, let's not do let's that. Not. And let's do this not. over here okay. so I can thrive. And innovate, and create, and and uh, improve things, and hone my skills, and make a difference, yeah. and teach people the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and generate revenue, I understand. and and educate people, and inform people. I get it. I get and do it. TED talks. I understand. And create legislation. Yeah. So I, <laughs> you know, the person me growing up with, around a lot of white people, and especially in corporate where like there's no bullshit involved, like mm-hmm. there's I can't, there's no excuses. Like there's a even higher bar for me because I shouldn't be there. So they're looking for reasons to get me the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So what 
having gone through that, still in it, is it allows me to bring that to our arsenal of how we how we run the shit mm-hmm. and how we present ourselves publicly, whether it's through presentations, whether it's through emails, whether it's on LinkedIn. It's like, okay, no. We can give the game to the hood, but also we, we show drop the album on LinkedIn. I'm yes. Yes. Link to the album on LinkedIn. Go support the album on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can drop it exclusively. Hey, exclusive, on exclusive first look at that on LinkedIn for my corporate. For my professionals. Y'all get first look. <laughs> and that's the game. That's the game, that's bro. That's the game, bro. Because it's like what that's the that's the thing with rap. It's like we y'all I'm can't, a philanthropist. The philanthropist, you get to see the, the album y'all, first. Y'all can't do this, but you can't write us off because we're doing we're succeeding at your level. And we're doing, we're we're administering and being a part of multi-million dollar projects. Hey, we're Allah's gonna always be the greatest. He's the greatest, bro. And he's putting us in a position to really show him who he is. And he's using us to really. He's like, it's kind of like a divine troll. What's happening? It's like, okay, oh, oh, these niggas that you that you wrote off and ignored, that are part of the Moors and the Nation of Islam that you just don't literally look at it completely right off, are now in your spaces, flexing on you. And doing a really good job. Not flat, not even sorry, not even flexing on you. Doing a good job in representing themselves and their communities and bringing resources and power to their communities. Yeah. Period. That's what we're doing in real time. And there's and still learning how to do it better. Absolutely. And and we're still gonna drop the album, which is like, hey, bro, this is how we do it better. Here goes some music. Here goes here goes culturally appropriate outreach. Yeah, exactly. And it's fire. That's gonna be the name of our record label. That's gonna be the record label name. Culturally appropriate outreach is the name of the record label. Right. Uh, and uh, just having like, really mold this over, like how much, like, I, you know, I'm not from the hood, so I'm not, I don't I'm. The thing is, you got to be yourself. When you rap, what do you, whether you do anything, be yourself. And it's like, how much of a capo? How much, how much of that bravado do I want to do? Am I willing to take on to actually? How much of the rap game am I really willing I to think, embody? I think you the, feel me? The, the bravado we got to channel the bravado into the music. I feel you. And that way, we could just be you're like humble in public. But it's like you hear the you hear the shit. You hear what I'm talking about. You heard you heard the song. But but that's the game. That's the when it game. come to rap, when it come to hip hop, we got when it come to rap, that's when you let your ego come no, in and you let him facts. do his shit. Facts. No, like facts. that's like you let go. This is your time. So, so you let this go. is actually your time to do your little ego thing. Yeah, facts. Is on, over this beat. Nah, facts. But I'm wondering how much of um I mean, because a lot of times like when you you know the rap game. You know there are th- it, it gets violent quickly. It's, I mean, you, you it's feel- not gonna get any less violent for us. I think. I think that's what I'm saying. Like we, it's the last. It's the last. It's the last straw. It's like not the. It's like the. It's like the ultimate. Like I said, it's Rockefeller, bro. Nah, I understand. It's it's Nipsey. Like I understand. You gotta. You have to I mean, beat the, the streets. I'm not saying we need to. I'm not opposed to doing it, but I'm not saying we need to be going on tour. But at the end of the day, that's a part of the rap game. And, if we could clear out a month, that, clear out two months of shit to be remote. I, I, I'm just like how you right. Once you once you once you rap, you we rap, already bro. traveling like, through you, California as it is. I know like, that, and that's what I'm like. Are you? 
Yes, once we we're go, part of rap game. It's a rap game. Culturally appropriate <laughs> outreach, man. <laughs> Culturally appropriate community <laughs> engagement. It's gonna be we're gonna move, but we're gonna move like rappers. <laughs> it's not. It's outreach. I feel you, bro. Culturally appropriate community you. engagement, bro. <laughs> Culturally appropriate outreach. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that, and that. we can teach on some songs and create some technical assistance. I understand. Hey, this is an album that's gonna teach you how to how to uh, turn your farm into a sustainable, <laughs> organic, regenerative farm. Uh, boom! No, for real. We need to take assistance back too. I need no. to take assistance check too. I, I ain't mad. No, and I'm. And we got a whole album about that. Oh, no. we're list this album. That's real. And read the. It, it come with the. It come with the audio book. That's real. The album come with the ebook. <laughs> Type shit. Yeah. No, but. <sighs> Just the way we're talking about it now, I know like this is this is the most effic- effective way to channel the essence of what we are saying to our people, because we have projects and we've got we've got we've got projects that we can show people. But then mm-hmm. once wh- the the bars are the necessary icing on the cake, it's like oh man, man these niggas got bars too, and, and they're nice. You can't ignore. It. The thing is, you can't ignore nice. Like no no one in their right mind can ignore nice rap, bro. Nobody, nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody. I think, like, really white people just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I think, like, even our generation, like, niggas no rap, bro. Like, white people are, like, no rap. Boomers, like, I think are, like, like missed it. But I think yeah, our generation? Boomers, boomers for ex- the most part. Generation, yeah. the ge- X generation of millennials and below is, like, we, we know what the fuck rap is, bro. Yeah. So I'm, like, if we're really speaking to that as we grow up and we're speaking that language, it's, like... This is how we take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I appreciate what, Beamer, what Boomers gave us, man. I grew up with Commission. I grew up with the Winans. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with Kirk Franklin and Yolanda Adams. And, <laughs> so I'm appreciative of what they gave us, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Boomers. But, but, uh, <laughs> I grew up in church, nigga. I grew up saved. I grew up delivered, nigga. And my mama, I grew up saved. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I those are up, pretty. Damn, those up, are really good boomer. I grew up saved, bro. I understand, but uh, you and I both. But uh, now we, we still definitely gotta. The, the game is the, like they know. They know the older. They know who Jay Z is. They know who Ye is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And I just that dream, man. That dream really, really. Is. No, it's real. No, because I feel like that. I, I'm learning like with that with that part of Dame Dash. It's like. Even if I don't be the one rapping on every song, we have enough energy and enough of an ecosystem, especially even in this campaign of feature hood. Yeah. To be able to pull in who wants to support an album that's going to push this message. For real. No. Right. For real. This isn't our this isn't our album. This is the album for the campaign. Yeah. And pulling in who wants to be a part of that. And you're gonna be, be be able to be a part of that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a your your stamping history too. Absolutely. Where was you when they made the, the feed your hood album? <laughs> For real. Nigga, I, I got a verse on it. No, I was in the writing room. Nigga, I got a hook on it. I yeah. got the bridge. Nah, no, for real. And in order to, to do that and make it fire, that's the that's the that's the dream. Which I think is I gonna think be it possible because it's gonna be. If we it, not saying everybody are free flow, but I definitely wrote down some tears. I got like some some local good. dudes I know. Good, good. I got some people who like 
kind of not local, but kind of yeah. big. Yeah. And I got like some, hey, man, what if we can get Kate out on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, like what if we can get YG on the, on the track? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think like. <laughs> just type shit. Like, just what if. You know what I'm saying? I got my what if list too. Urban culture is hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So if we're talking about changing culture, go to the source. Change hip hop. <laughs> no. For real. Feed your hood. Feed your hood. Let's close it out. Let's close it out, bro. Yes, sir. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment, the alone do we serve, the alone do we beseech for divine aid. God is on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin, please. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of this show, please like, subscribe, and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.